Yes, sir. Here, what is up, people? What How up. are we doing tonight? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Um, pretty cold here in New York. Yeah, it's cold as shit. Like this morning when I woke up for work, it was 15 degrees. Ooh. Right. Imagine that. Live like this, bro. It's sad. It is. That. It's terrible. It's kind of depressing, and it gets dark at like four o'clock, four thirty. Still, for how long? Until like April or something, March maybe. Yeah, that's rough. The spring equinox. When the hell is that? Right, we can't hear her on the mic. Yeah, so I don't know what she's talking about. It doesn't even. Don't even acknowledge her. She's right. like screaming from the other room. Um, but no, it's not. It's not fun over here in New York. Okay. Okay. Thank. Nice. That's nice not astrology. Us. Spring equinox, winter equinox. That's yeah. That's actual. what I'm saying. When is it? In March, so like March twenty first or so. Probably, mm. I think, is when that happens. That's science. Thank you. We don't talk about that on the show. But welcome everyone. UFC two seventy in Ganu versus Gain. Uh Lurs, I mean we lost some fights already. Possibly one of the best fights I was gonna say of the night. Well, one of the top performers, Ilya Teporia, no longer is fighting. That fight is off against Charles Jordan. Um it said because of I think weight cut issues or something like that. Yeah, that's what I heard. But you know what's kind of ironic is his his opponent who was supposed to fight all that. that. I think it I was Arnold Allen, right? I think so. I'm not sure who, who it was actually. He talked yeah, cash he t- shit. Exactly. He talked that man talked so cash much, shit. So much shit on him for that. Uh, what do you say? Where I'm where I'm from, you know, what we call we call people that pull out the fights. We call them cowards. <laughs> and now that ain't that ain't age well, my boy. Yeah, and now here he is, uh pulling out of his fight because of weight cut cut issues. So that's that's real tough. Um but ironic, like I said, it's a shame that, that that fight is gone. Yeah, I was looking forward to that, honestly. But, you know, there's another fight that I'm looking forward to on the uh, prelims. I, I believe is a sleeper fight. Um, is, uh, what's his name, Rayoni? Rayoni Barcelos. Yeah, that's a banger right there. He uh, He's a big favorite coming in at minus five. That's a banger. That dude could fight, man. I think he has a bright future in this. Um, so we still got some good fights, man. We got Tony Gravely. We got Matt Favola. Um, main card, let's see. Main card's still not bad. We got Trevor Giles. We got Cody Stammen. Michelle Pereira. Michelle Pereira. Oh, he's going to be doing backflips. Yeah, definitely. Nah, maybe, maybe not. He's a much more real than these days, right? Yeah, he has been. He has been. But um, And then the two championship fights, Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueredo and Francis Ngannou versus Cyril Gain. So those those two fights, I think, will definitely save the uh, card. Mm. I would hope so, especially that last one, because I still don't know who to go with between Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gan. I know who I'm going with. Francis Ngannou. Yeah, my heart, my heart is, is on is saying Francis, but and my brain, my brain knows that it it could very well be be gone just based off of just the technicality and like his ability and and that's what i'm saying you know the range management and just the way he fights he's he's fucking nice for a heavyweight it's but the great equalizer is what francis got power yeah thunder can knock you out with one punch so i mean uh but bring it back to um the fight you said you were excited for Hayoni Barcelos. Mm-hmm. This guy he's going against make his UFC debut at 34 years old, but he has a record of 21 wins and five losses. So he's been fighting for a a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. He's been fighting amateur. He fought first had an amateur fight in 2009. 
Fuck, man. So this guy's been fighting for a while. And he's been going on some win streaks. Uh, fought in Ryzen. Fought in Russia. All over the place. Man, and I, I like Favola, man. I like Favola. What's this guy's record again? 21 and 5? This guy's Victor Henry, 21 and 5. He's fighting Hayoni Barcelos. Favola is fighting Gennaro Valdez, who's undefeated, making his debut as well. Yeah, how many fights does he have? Favola? Mm-hmm. 8, 3, and 1. 8, 3, and 1. No, no, no. His opponent. 10 and 0. 10 and 0. Okay. How many fights does he have in the UFC? Uh, this is his debut, I think. This is his debut. It's a tough debut. Against Matt Favola. Yeah, that's the veteran who's fought top competition. Mm. You know, but hey, last time somebody made his debut against him. And look what happened. <laughs> they knocked him out in, in a few seconds. seconds. Yeah, I, mean? I had him as a lock. <laughs> you did have him as a lock that night. Chat chat will never let me live that down. There you go. And uh, Legend 6 Foe, subscribe. Tier 1, 7 months. Man. Hold on. Hold on one sec. You can keep going. Hold it down for me. Real All right, quick. you're good. All right, talk to me, people. Randy has to step away from the mic. Who are we most excited for this night? It wasn't a tough debut for McKinney. I mean, that was kind of an easy debut for him. He had the didn't he break the new lightweight record for knockout in six seconds or whatever? Uh 2K asked, is Sophie here? Yeah. Yeah, she's right there. I'm here. I've been doing things behind the scenes. Francis Ngannou round one KO says Francis Ngannou round one KO Francis Ngannou round one KO Francis and okay Phil who you think wins round one in Francis versus Gain in round one it's got to go to Francis Ngannou I feel like that I feel like that can't be taken away and if we're talking about one round you you said Francis round one yeah what makes you say that I don't know. I would say because well, are you talking about a one round fight or are you talking about just in the first round I in general? Think who's maybe taking they round mean one? the first round. That's what makes sense. If you're just talking about just the first round, yeah. I mean that maybe Cyril Gain then. I don't know. Win round one, but unless lot. Francis Ngannou comes out and just starts throwing bombs. I mean that's probably what he's gonna do. Let's be real. Well, I mean that's what everyone's expecting him to do. I feel like in this situation. Uh, John Kin says, however, the first round goes is probably tell the story of the whole fight. Yeah, I can agree with that. That's what I'm saying. If Francis, well, that's, I think Francis has to win early in the fight, win early rounds to win the entire fight. He's got to get a knockout or something. Um, I don't know. It's real tough. Body Miles Gaming said, I feel like Ghana is going to be pretty passive first round. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's going to come out guns blazing how we usually see him. Especially he's got to be wary of that power that Nganu has. I mean, no one can take a clean shot from Nganu, I feel like, and, and still be standing comfortably. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know. Did you guys, <laughs> did you guys start going into the fights yet, or you didn't even no, start the No, we're just waiting. Car? Randy was doing whatever he needs to do. Well, we could start. Like, I'm valid. I don't know about I that. I think I'm valid. Are. Chat, am I valid? Mike, the situation said, I hope Figueredo wins. He's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. He he is. He was at that debut, or not this debut, that uh, press conference. So strange. He was on Instagram Live the entire time, like not even acknowledging Oh, he was anything. on IG Live? I he, was wondering. He was just he sitting doing. on his phone like this the entire time, not even acknowledging. <clears throat> oh, Exesta said, let's talk about Rowdy Rebel. That's valid. You're right. See, I am valid. Worked with him. And he's back. My apologies. My apologies. 
Um, Coach 2K said, I played Homegirl East Atlanta Love Letter and this girl in love with Pretty Little Fears. Yo, real quick. Pretty Little Fears is good. Yes, I told you. Can we talk about the the presser? It was weird. It was kind of funny, though. The presser was fire. It was. It It was was an hour long. It was fire. We got to do something about the, about the, 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 the entitlement. The fucking for the journalists. The journalists. Yeah. The they level were like, of disrespect. They were trying to like rile and Ganu up. Get they the getting, fuck out of here! Somebody in the crowd need to smack the shit out of him. All, all those French people. Somebody <laughs> need to smack that dude. It's like not just the French. Like people. why are you so bold talking to, talking in Ghana like that? Yeah, like yeah. Honestly, I mean, why you feel emboldened like you could general, do that? Why you feel like you can do that and try to stir something up and try to make it pay the scenario like. You know what I mean? To make it look like uh, Ngannou is the bad guy. Because they trying to get the rematch with him. <laughs> Shit crazy, man. I hate them dudes. I hate them dudes. <laughs> yeah, I hate that, rep- Some reporters is like, yo, just get him out of here, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, like who let him in? It's just dumb shit like that. But that's how. That's what we see now in um, the press so many of press conferences. Reporters that like do They want their like five minutes of yeah. fame or something like that. They and they just want to. Like, they just say stupid shit. Like, remember that guy that he, who was it, that uh, reporter that went up to the... Oh, With the Kobe. pink suit? Yeah, Kobe Covington, yeah. Yeah, they'd be on some that's weird shit, like, bro. Saying, like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. That's kind of weird. It's like, all right, are you here to be a professional journal and do real journalism? Or are you here to, like, banter the fighter? Right. Like, we get enough banter online from trolls. Yeah. And little idiots, behind, you know, beating their meat behind their computer <laughs> somewhere in the basement. Like, like, leave, like, no. Talk, like, talk, do your research and, and let's talk about the fight for real. Mm. Don't, don't stir shit up. That's what they want. Yeah. Um, I hate that. Junkin said, I didn't even watch the presser, but Nganu's personality is an easy one to pick on. Mike, the situation said, facts, get the schmo out of here. (laughs) Uh, The schmo actually asks good questions, though. He's good. Yeah, no, he's a good reporter. The schmo actually asks good questions. The other dude, that random dude, it was just like, what are you talking about? I feel like there was two of them that just came in with like a chip on their shoulder. French guys. Were they the French guys? I don't know. They were, I don't know. Uh, Abdullah said the show only really starts when Phil notices me. So, uh, Abdullah, I noticed you as Abdullah, soon as you came what in. Abdullah, what up? What up? What up? 2K said all of the UFC teaming up with Nganu. Yeah, they are. Did you actually see the post, the, the pictures they put up? They put a. Oh wait, you said it, what, teaming up with Nganu. What yeah. did he say? All of the UFC teaming. Oh, I saw teaming otherwise. Up. I would say they put up a picture of like of Nganu and just said the predator, and then with Siragan, it was like the champ. Oh. Like they put the caption. Uh, now, now y'all reading into it too much. <laughs> now, yo, Lady Nasty, my boy Lee Dynasty. What's good, man? We here, we here. Um, uh, Katakaba says, hey, guys. Yo, Katakaba, what's up? What's up, man? I'm so excited. There's a Portuguese on this card. Let's go on this next card. Let's go. It's Andre Fialo. Oh. Slow and growing. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to Portugal. Dial said he's the same guy that asked Lewis, how's it going to feel getting beat by a Frenchman in your hometown? Oh, so he's just a Annoying fan of, fuck. yeah, he's just a fan of uh, Cyril. French. Oh. I get that. All right. But still, don't ask questions, boy. <laughs> don't ask questions. Yeah, don't pick, don't pick, don't pick on Ngannou, man. The guy yeah. barely speaks fucking English. Yeah. Like. I mean, he, no, he speaks good English. Well, he speaks English for sure, but it's like let's not play down his. Yeah, English. I'm not his gonna English play down his great. English. You're right, actually. Let me not do that. But it's like it's like like dude said, it's an easy personality to pick on, I yeah. guess, because it's like he's, all right, right. He, he's, he's not for a, him. Things get lost in translation. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not a big shit talker either. She's really trying to climb the back. Yeah, of your she's chair. trying to be in the show. Oh, there she. Rosa, uh, you. All right, where do you want to start? We got some fights to get through. There's a lot of fighters, unknown fighters. I don't know if I said this before on the show yet, but eight fighters are making their debut on this card. Wow, so, is that is that a? I think it's the second. There was one before. I, I there was some stat about it. This is the second um, most fighters making their debut. Now, is that a 
just is that like due to COVID and people pulling out of fights and injuries and all that, or is it just guys just making a debut? UFC just needed guys to make their debut. I don't know, honestly. I'm not entirely sure. I would say a mix of both. Yeah. To be honest, just because we've probably seen that in the past, but I think it was just a card that a, a decent amount of guys were making debuts. Yeah. I mean, um, Kimura says 20 pullouts in 2022. I don't know how fact damn, that is. Two but cards? That, yeah. I don't, nah, that's I, don't, I don't know how, how true that is, but if, if that's, that's true, the case, that's, that's crazy, insane. Crazy. I just said crazy. That's crazy. Holy shit. What he said, Matt Frivola, lock. In <laughs> yep, this one, uh, who do we got? Who are we picking in this? Matt Frivola versus, um, where is it? Gennaro Valdez. Gennaro Valdez, 10 and 0, undefeated record, seven wins. Three submission wins or seven KO, three submission wins. Okay. Uh, Dana White contender series guy, TKO win. Did he win? He won on the contender series. Yeah, October fifth, twenty twenty one. That's when he last fought, and he had a TKO win. Nice. Um, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Matt Frivola, honestly. Yeah, he's a veteran in this. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead with Matt Frivola too. It's always hard picking fights like this though, because you don't know the guy coming in. We don't know him at all. I mean, you know like you said before, the guy. <laughs> I mean, Frivola. last time I did, I had Frivola as a lot. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I feel like if Frivola <laughs> fought that dude again, Frivola would win. I'm not gonna hold you, yo. I was like, Matt Frivola is a lock. Yeah, you guarantee it. <laughs> We're watching the fight. Dude gets knocked out in seven seconds. I was just like, Discord just erupted. Matt Ramola lock. Matt Ramola lock. Like, oh shit. Uh, yeah, never gonna let me live that down. They asked, is he a lock? They they actually want to know. Is, is he, he a lock? lock? He's not a lock. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a lock. He's not a lock. But I got him picked to win. But he's not a lock. Uh, I got him picked in this one as well. <laughs> um, I really don't know about much about the guy he's fighting though, obviously. Lee Dynasty said feeling like this going to be a fire card. These debut fighter fights are hungry as fuck. Yes, yeah, them dudes a, are hungry, so they they go putting it on on the line just to show out. Oh, I agree. I agree. All right. Up next, next up, we have Tony Gravely versus Simon Oliveira. Okay. Gravely. Tony Gravely is the man with the power, right? Big wrestling, good wrestling, big power, a lot of experience. But again, is it another guy making their debut? Uh, it is. Simon Oliveira making his debut. Dana White Contender Series guy. He got now. Yes, go. I'm sorry. No, 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 go, go, go. no this, this is a hard debut to go. This guy, we've seen Tony Gravely in trouble. We've seen him, we've seen him dominating fights and then, you know, get rocked, get rocked yeah. you know. So, um, and I don't want to say suspect chin or anything like that, but I, I'll just say, you know, we've seen him get caught. So we've seen him on the other side, but we've seen a ton of potential from this dude, no? Right. Mm-hmm. We've Definitely. seen a lot of ability. Like his said, wrestling, wrestling is insane. Yeah, yeah, his boxing wrestling. is okay. He has great power in both hands. So um, I don't know where I'm at with this. I don't know where I'm at with it. Um, but a guy like um, Oliveira making his debut, eighteen and three, pretty damn good record, mm-hmm. you know. Uh oh, Brazilian record. Yeah. Ah right shit. <laughs> oh, he is from Brazil. But he, he, he what does that mean, Phil? Explain he, to people that that don't know what that means. Brazilian records have been possibly padded in some aspects. And this is your theory, or like a running theory? No, I think there. it's a running theory. We do see a lot of Brazilian guys with crazy yeah, records. You do like see them dudes come in. Like, like crazy records. Yeah. They pull up to UFC and just start getting smacked. Yeah, like and, you're like, and you're like, hold up. You're like, hold up. Now I got to go back and look at those fights. For real. Yeah. yeah that's, I, that's, I agree with that. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, he. But his, then, not all the time, but a lot but of times of that is the case. More often than not, I'd say. I would say more exactly more often than not. But, I mean, once again, don't know. This guy, Simon Oliveira, he. Dana White Contender Series guy, September 7, 2021. He won by split decision. I don't know if they got him in 
after that fight. Abdullah but, said Walmart James Krause. Yeah. Mm. Does look like James Krause a little bit in yeah. this photo. My fault. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dana White contender series guy. Split decision win. I mean, Tony Gravely's coming in as the favorite, though. Minus 250 over Simon Oliveira at plus 200. All right, I'm going to take that as well. <clears throat> Once I'll take again, that really, as well. Really don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm just speaking against all the, the debuters because I was like, I don't know much about unless I've seen their fights on the contender series. Yeah, I, and once again, we really don't know them at all. I I couldn't tell you anything about them. All right, next up. Uh, next up we have Jack Della Maldonado against Pete Rodriguez. Both fighters making their debut. Yes. Um, I've seen Jack fight on the contender series. Um. He looked good in his win. Man, look at his nose. Yeah, it's fucked up. Sheesh. Yeah, that, that, that thing is crooked as hell. It looks like, what's his name? When uh, MVP kicked that guy in the face, remember his like, nose immediately? Dog. Nasty. What do you do at that point? What? You just break it back and then it just keeps getting... Speaking of breaking it back, I was in the gym today and somebody broke the fucking big toe. Like... Same, not it like is, how yeah. mine broke. See how mine broke up, like, um, like closer to my foot, uh, that big joint, so I had to get surgery. Uh-huh. It was like their actual toe, like the actual big toe, like the toe itself. Uh, and the shit was mangled. Like that uh, shit was like, so like the toe was like, it was bending how, ways it shouldn't bend. How did it happen? Ten, last 10 seconds in a fucking kickboxing sparring. Last 10 seconds, bro. That's he did up. He did five rounds. Damn. Last 10 seconds of the so, last fucking round. That's so shitty. Kick dude in the nuts. He obviously hit the cup. Hit the cup. Holy Guess what shit. cup it was? Which one? The Diamond Cup. Shout out to Diamond MMA. Is that like... That's supposed to be one of the best cups. And he broke his toe. He broke his fucking toe on that. Oh. As, as he laid there for like an hour, just oh like my God. before uh, I think his dad came and got him, and then he went to the hospital. Holy but shit. for me, I, looking at it, I'm like, maybe it's dislocated. It didn't look broke. It looked like it could have been broken, but for me, I'm like, it didn't swell up crazy. When something breaks, your whole it like swells up like enormously. It didn't swell up crazy. Mm. It swelled up, but it didn't swell up crazy, and it just looked like jagged. It was just like pointing and crooked and turned all so weird directions. Up. It was fucked up looking. Excessive said, Dr. Brown, let me take a look. <laughs> yo, I was so tempted to pull it. I'm like, bro, let me pull it. Let me just pull it. You hear it. a crack and shit? I, I feel like I could put it back straight. And he's like, yeah, but then if I don't. Yeah, exactly. If yeah. It, but if it's broken, then, then what are you doing? you're making it worse. Yeah. I was like, you're right. But we just tell me, <laughs> we was all sitting there like, yo, we should pull that shit. Should we pull it? Like, ah, maybe we shouldn't. That's oh, what just man. was happening before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so something That's went down. so fucked. But um, a broken nose here. And I don't want to read into nothing too much. And again, this is just my personal take. Anybody could get their nose broken. But usually when I see a guy with a broken nose, every at some point, most fighters have had their nose broken, you know, whether it was bad or not bad. Like that's sometimes they call it popping the cherry. You know what I mean? Like people, you, I'd say 90 percent, 80 to 90 percent of fighters have had a broken nose or some kind of nose injury at right. some point. Do the to fighting like look at my nose. My shit is like uh, fucking. Yeah, that feels weird, right? It just fucking mushes in. Yep. It's like no senses in it. You know when you're not used to getting hit, you get hit and your oh eyes watery and shit. You hit me my nose, my eyes don't even wrap. <laughs> yeah, it's just there. But um, that's just from over the years of fucking getting punched in the face. Damn. So um, but when I see a guy with the nose excessively broken like that, you know what that always that tells me. But this is me. This is just my theory. 
more yeah. often than not, the guys that I've seen with their noses like that, those are just the tough guys that are just coming forward. Mm. They are fucking coming forward. They don't move their head. They just throw them bombs. And I don't know this dude. I've seen him fight once. I don't remember how the fight played out. But I guarantee you this motherfucker is coming forward and he's not stopping. Right. And he, you, these are people that you usually have to stop. <laughs> yeah. And a good way to stop them is to push their shit in like yeah. that. Break, break their, their nose. nose again, yeah. yeah. But those are dudes who just like they, they have no head movement. I'm just in your face and they're mean. They're nasty. And they're just going to they're going to thump. They like that, you know what I mean. I, I admire that in a lot of these guys, but um, that only lasts so long. Yeah. But um, that's just my theory for most guys that I I've mean, seen with noses that are like twisted like that. It makes sense. When I think when I think of fucked up noses, I think of Andre Arlowski. Yeah. Everybody thinks of Andre right? Arlowski. Like I think of Andre Arlowski, and as of late, I think about two other fighters. I think about uh, when Vicente Luque fought uh, Mike Perry. Oh, my God. That was disgusting. And then I also think about when uh, MVP kicked that dude in yeah, the face. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. His shit was like bent in. That dude thought, so he, dude thought he had the sauce, yeah, though. He, was like, <laughs> he thought he had the sauce. Like, honestly, I never laugh at when shit like that happens, but that shit was funny he, he to me. He was feeling himself. He, he swore he had the sauce. Yeah. So he thought he had it. Well, my son was like, this was hands down. <laughs> he was like, what? Like, yo, I could do that, too. Dudes be doing that shit and don't know why they do it. They just think it looks cool. It's like, bro, dudes that do that. They're putting themselves in position to take your head off. Like, they have an understanding of different angles and where they're at, where they can be hit, where they can't be hit. Some motherfuckers just think they're cool. And they just want to be, they just copy it. And he got his shit fucking annihilated. That shit was funny to me. I'm so sorry, but that shit was funny. That was disgusting. That That nose, that was fucked up. Yeah, I I forgot the fighter's name. I apologize. He swore he had the sauce. Yeah, I think he was, like, trying to copy. He was copying. He was like, he thought he had it, bro. I was like, damn, bro. That's the worst. Yeah, that, that's the that was actually hilarious. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, anyway, Jack Della Madalina versus Pete Rodriguez. Um, 4-0 fighter versus a fighter with um, 12 fights. So, yeah. guy making a debut, I'm not too sure. Look, uh, Just looking up Peter Rodriguez, he's fought in I, uh, IFF2, Icon Fighting. Is this a last-minute replacement or is this like... I think this was a set fight. I really don't know. I honestly don't know. Coming into the UFC with four fights is crazy. I mean... 100% finish rate, all KO, TKO. That's still rough, though. Coming into the UFC. Against no. who? Who is his last opponent? Let's look at his, his last, last opponent. His last opponent? Let's, let's pull him up right now. He has a TKO. Win- mm, he's one in three. <laughs> his name is Sick Dog. Sick Dog. <laughs> he's on a two-fight losing streak. What's his record? One in three. Bumba Club. All right. Uh, let's see what's another the, What's guy. the other guy? Yeah, let's see a guy he knocked out. He is one in two. See, these oh, are people, like he's, he's, he's supposed just, to be knocking these dudes. Oh, my Lord. Oh, and four. Oh, he's just going to Mexico and fighting. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, all right, he got 100% finish rate. But, like, who you finishing? 4-0 in the UFC is crazy. 0-4? So I'm taking, oh, my guy, Dank. The Dank gang is in here. What up? What up? Hey. The Dashnius. What up, people? How we doing? Yo, but you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. So this guy obviously is just going to Mexico and fighting. Like, and just cooking these dudes. People. Just cooking them. And oh, ain't nothing wrong with that, but early in your career. At 4-0, and honestly... I'm not like at four and zero. You're building your fighter at four and zero. Those are the type of fighters that fights that he's supposed to be fighting. Right. Yeah, you're not just gonna fucking too. throw him in there in the so deep end. God, yeah, you know good. what I'm saying? So that's what he's supposed to be doing. But being in the UFC right off that is crazy. Yeah, that is a bit wild. But but uh, what's Wadi says? Pete is a replacement. He's replacement that's had to be. There it is. Short short notice. Correct. Uh oh, dial five. Here we go, dial. Thank you. He said this is a late replacement. Jack was supposed to fight Warley Alves. Mm. So Jack Della. Oh wait, what happened to Warley? He was supposed to. Yeah, he's supposed to. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Wow, I didn't even realize. We are terrible. Um, 
So he's a welterweight. I didn't realize he's a welterweight until you said that. So, yeah, 170. All right. Damn, this is interesting, though. Jack Della Maddalena, his first. I got him picked here. I'm I'm going to go with him. I mean, let me look at the odds, too, but. His first two pro fights were losses. Since then, he's gone on a 12-fight win streak. Or a 10-fight win streak, excuse me. Sheesh. And this is his debut as well, right? This is his debut. Both guys make their debut. Jack is the favorite at minus 365, and Pete Rodriguez, underdog, at plus 280. And he got it out the mud, right? Contender series. You uh, know, worked his way there. Probably was a champion in another organization yeah. before getting the call to contender. He's coming from Australia, so. Yeah, that's my he, pick. Where he fought over there. I'm taking Jack as well. That's my pick. All right. Up next. Barcelos versus Victor Henry. Victor Henry, like we said before, um, <laughs> although he's making his debut, twenty-one and five. He's fought in, in Japan. He's fought all over in Russia. Uh, went on a nice little stint of a eight-fight win streak. Oh, um, shit. So I mean, the tattoo is fire. I didn't even see it. What is it? Walls of Jericho. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Sorry, That's actually Walls of Jericho. That's actually so funny. <laughs> I like that a lot, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't know much about Victor Henry at all. I mean, it's a shame because this guy's has a pretty decent record. Just now nah, he's at, solid, bro. Yeah, just looking at his thing, he's twenty-one solid. wins. That's that's he, a lot. Um, and the thing is, the thing is, we, I, we don't know much about him. Um, is this his debut too? UFC debut, yeah. That's a ton of fucking wins. That's yeah. a ton of fights outside of the UFC. He fought in Pancras. He fought in Ryzen. He fought all over, like in Russia, like I said. So this guy's been and, getting experience everywhere. Based on his experience is the reason why he's he's drawing someone like uh Hayano Barcelos, yeah. Barcelos. But I'm telling you, I'll tell you what, man, Barcelos is no slouch. Um when you say strong, this dude is ridiculously strong. He fights with that uh Brazilian berserker mode that I talk mm, about. Right. Um like old Jose Aldo, I feel, um Vandele Silva, those those guys like um are the epitome of that kind of style. Mm. But he has a cardio to back it. Um, clean technique, great jujitsu. Um, yeah, I think I think he's not like one of those Brazilian records that you that you say. Yeah, right? it, it, he, he's really like that. Mm. He's really like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him. I don't know much about Victor Henry because he's making his debut, but impressive. Twenty one and five. Um, it's very very admirable. Very impressive. It, it definitely you know, I'm is. Just look, I'm gonna keep an eye on this Regard, fight. Regardless, regardless of, of anything, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at that's, that's impressive. That really is. I mean, that shows that he's been going out there. And like I said, it's not like he's been fighting in random organizations in America. He's been fighting overseas in Japan, Russia, and all, like just all over. So he's getting experience everywhere. Um, How do you do in Ryzen? In Ryzen, he went two and zero oh. submission and and TKO win. Nice. In Pancrase, he went. Three and three. I mean, so okay, he's doing well. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm still going this, with uh, Barcelos with this one. This could be the best fight, one of the best fights in the night. Honestly, just looking at it, even though, like I said, we don't know Victor, but it could be. But with Barcelos, looking at his sure dog, his last fight, Timur Valiev. That's was that that fight he got like absolutely destroyed. Like I think it was just I don't was it. I don't remember. I don't remember majority decision. That means like. What is majority decision? I don't think it was destroyed though. I don't think he was destroyed. I don't see I don't this dude getting destroyed. I don't but maybe. Remember. Maybe gassed out. I remember <laughs> gassing at some point and getting out grappled a little bit. That's what I think might have, might have been. But uh, Dow says no. Prior to that, prior to that though, he's been putting a lot. He's been putting on some great performances. Even the loss. There was another loss that I've seen him uh, suffer, but it wasn't a bad loss. If maybe <coughs> look, pull up the record. Let me see who it was against. Uh, he only has one loss in the UFC. All right, so that must be the fight that I'm talking about. Yeah, 
It can't. It, I don't think it was that bad. I don't think majority it was dominated. decision is what majority decision unanimous decision. He lost unanimously, but I don't mean you. you What's the difference? Though, got dominated. Unanimous and majority. Nothing. No, so why are they just it's just different names? Different wording. Majority. Unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> Same shit. Uh, oh, here we go. People are saying dial. Uh, it said Barcelos ten aided him in the second round. 2K said he got robbed. Majority is when one scored a draw. Ah. Oh, is it? So there we go. So oh, two, two people say idiot, win, so I don't know. and then one person say draw? It wasn't a bad fight. From what I remember, it wasn't a bad fight. Uh, 2K says Barcelo also has Barcelo has Aldo takedown defense. Mm. I'm going with Barcelo. That's a bold statement. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Barcelos as well on this one. That motherfucker is strong. And he's coming in as the favorite, heaviest favorite maybe on this card. Must, minus 510 over plus 375 for Victor Henry. More welterweights. Yes, more welterweight. Michael Morales versus Trevin Giles. We are now onto the main card. Michael Morales is um, newer. I believe he has one fight thus far. Daniel last... Contender Series. Mm-hmm. But this he... is, that's his only thing, I think. Is that his only thing? Yeah, I think this is his debut. In a, on the contender series, I remember he had a tough fight. He ended up, he won via, he finished the dude. I want to say he KO'd him. Uh, unanimous decision. No? All right, I'm all of them. I'm way <laughs> off then. Fuck it. There's, honestly, I, I, we, there's so many Dana White contender series fighters at this point. It's like, it's we true. can't keep up. But I remember his fight. He's long, rangy. I remember he's a welterweight. He's long and rangy. 6'3", so he's your height. That's a, that's a big boy. So that, that's probably why I remembered it. Um, Trevor Giles, Trevor Giles is he's coming down from 85. We know Trevor Giles, we know he's a banger, he's always showing up to fight. Um, yeah, that's all I know. So I'm gonna go with I don't know much about uh, about Michael, but yeah. Trevor Giles, I know he's been he fought uh, James Krause, he's fought a ton of guys at, at middleweight. This Gerald is, Mirchard, he fought, lost to Gerald Mirchard, yeah. He was always an undersized middleweight, don't know. Yeah, he doesn't, yeah, he's not, yeah, I would say so actually. He's six foot. Yeah, but he's always like, like you see him. Even in, he seems like a smaller. I feel like he carries a lot of it in his thighs and his, his legs, legs and shit. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Uh, it's coming off of a KO loss to Driscoll Duplessis, though. Wasn't that the fight he was winning? I think he was being winning the first round, and then Driscus Duplessis came out and just knocked him out. Yeah. Um. But once again, I think this is a good move for him, though. Coming down to coming down to seventy and. And just getting a fresh start, I think that's good for him. Especially a guy making his debut, ten and zero record. So he was actually, I was on a card. I don't remember what card me. I was on. It might have been when I fought Luke. He was, um, he was supposed to fight. I oh, was to do Big Mouth. What's his name? I haven't drawn a blank. I don't know why. Who's Big Mouth? Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland. There you go. He was supposed to fight Kevin Holland, and uh, he passed out backstage. Oh right. Yeah, we were back then. He literally just. Wait, fucking, that was him mm-hmm. in Vegas. Yeah, he just fucking was gone. Passed out, oh, and then they were like, "Oh, Randy, you're up." And then I had to like rush to warm up and like yeah. fucking head out there. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn, yeah, I, crazy. I forgot that was him. That's a scary sight. But that was when we all came back. You know, right when the peak of fucking COVID nineteen, the yeah. pandemic, and shit was all crazy. <laughs> right, that was wild. Actually, I remember they announced that. Everyone was like, "What the fuck?" It's good to see him at fucking um, welterweight. Welterweight, though, I think I've always thought he was undersized. I think this is his debut in welterweight, is it not? Yeah, it is. Or am I bugging? I don't know. Um, but there are no odds in this one on the UFC website, so I couldn't even tell you what they are. All right. Next we'll go up. with Trevin Giles, though. You going with Trevin Giles? Yeah. Huh. I don't know who to pick with this one. I'm gonna. It's 50-50 for me here. Okay. Up next, Bantamweight division. 
Number 15 ranked Bantamweight contender, Cody Stamen versus Saeed Nurmagomedov. You know, they're trying to set those Nurmagomedovs into the rankings with this fight. Mm. Uh, Is this Khabib's cousin for real, or they just like just happen to share the last name? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think I would imagine it's his cousin just from the name, but he's from Dagestan. I feel like... Oh, they said no, same name. Yeah, it's the same name, right? That's what they said, yeah. Not related. Uh, but but do, do they train together? I'm not sure. I mean, once again, if they're from if you're from Dagestan at this point, I feel like they're all training together, right? Like they're all coming packs. Yeah, like they're all brothers. They're coming yeah. packs. Oh wow! <laughs> what? What? That they're sounds not, problematic. No, it's true. I, I feel know. like what it's true. Mean? They're all together. They, all, they do. They they're do. all. They come in packs. Bro, you you should see them. They, sh- they do they not come in packs? They do come in packs. Like what are you talking about? Even in the sauna, even in, in the sauna, they're like rolling deep in the sauna. Yeah. The way Dagestanis and just Russians in general, the way they cut weight is fuck. The way they do everything is just extreme. It's always to the max. They cut weight extreme. They be dying. Every time I see one of them in the sauna, like murdering this dude. And then the dude goes out and fights like nothing happened. I'm like, bro, if you're fighting like that after you just put your body through that type of weight cut, I can only imagine if you if you fought just like as is. I can only imagine because the way these dudes cut weight are just to the extreme. Ex- they fucking murk themselves. Like the average person cut weight like that, they ain't coming back. <laughs> they probably either going to the hospital or they they're gonna be a shell of themselves at the fight. Right. So sometimes that's what you even notice. Every now and then you get one of those Russians dudes that just like supposed to have all these credentials, records crazy, right? Mm. They fuck up the weight cut, and you see when they fight somebody, they just look like complete dog shit. And right. you're like, these dudes cut a ridiculous amount of weight. And they do it in an extreme fucking manner. Like you said, they're still out there the next day. Yeah, but still Randy, out there. I have a question. Mm-hmm. When you arrive, don't they weigh you to see where you're at? They do. But what are they going to do? Take you off the card because you weigh 30 pounds over the limit? They ain't going to take you off the card. They just monitor you throughout the week to make sure you're okay. Yeah, I wanted to know what do they do if you're like... Oh, they just on your ass about it. Really? Yeah. Good thing I show up like 177. I wouldn't know. Hmm. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Know that. Um, know that. Anyway, you had a few comments. Uh, what do you call it? Okay. QT said bath time with the boys, Dagestan style, no homo. Uh, <laughs> that was QT. Two K said no. Said he trains with no. Said trains with Zabit. K- Kelorth Wolf said did not know there was another one. Mike, uh, the situation side. So just search. I just searched it up. His brother is Islam Makachev. No way. What? <laughs> no. And QT said dicks out for Dagestan. There you okay. go. That's what All we're right. talking about. Spotty Miles said, have y'all seen the vlogs of Islam's weight cut? Hellacious, right? Hmm. That's some crazy Yeah, I've shit. seen it. Yeah, I've serious. seen it. It's no joke. It's really no joke. Isn't. It's intense. And Habib's right there. He's like, no, you can eat more. He's like, you can do this. You can do- Yo, I'm telling you. They like, you'll see them get pulled out of the sauna. They have an ice pack on his head. Dude's like dying in there. Let me out, brother. Let me out. Not let me out. Brother. Let me out, brother. I can't. I can't stay in here anymore, brother. And they're like, one more, brother. One more. Just oh, a couple minutes, brother. You can do it. You can do it. And he's like, let me out, brother. I have to get out. Oh wow. Yo, like they be going through it, bro. I'm like, yo, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, why'd you show up that heavy, bro? Like, why'd you show up? As a matter of fact, just go up a weight class. Yeah. Like For I can't. Real. I can't do it. For me personally, I'm not with it, bro. Mm-mm, that's a lot. I'm not with it, and hey. I'm big as shit, so I know how it is. Excessive gifted three subs. Let's get it. My guy, excessive. excessive. Much yeah, love. Appreciate you, bro. Um, 
Speaking about weight cut, though, didn't you technically save Paul Costa's life? I sure did. Yep. There you go. Shout out to me one time. Story that's been told here. Dude, Am I pressing if, the wrong button? No, you're pressing the shots. I think. Oh, it sounds different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I feel like when that happened and you told me about it, I had no idea who he was. Oh, that was before Costa was Costa, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, oh damn. Okay, so now, but now that I know who he is, I'm like, bro. Wow. Should I just let him die? No, I'm wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, they, they, they came for him, and they, they just, I was, they, they grabbed him by his ankles and just dragged him on out of there. No, like, seriously, you think I'm joking? Like, like I'm no exaggerations. He was out, passed out on the song. It was just me and him in there. That boy was slumped. And I was like, hold up. You say anything? Like, you good, bro? Yeah, I'm like, yo, you all right? Silence. Give him a little tap, like, yo. Gone, just out cold. Where's your team, bro? No, they should be looking <laughs> through the glass. Like, like nobody in there with him. Just oh, so, they just left him. Yeah, I mean, no one's in there with me either. But still, uh, right? So I'm like, yo. So I knocked on the door. I'm like, yo, open the door. So I poke my head out, and I'm like, yo, this dude is out, man. Y'all need to come, come check on him. He's out. They come in there, and you the like the just the way his coach came in there. He was just like. <sighs> <laughs> and then he grabbed him by his ankles because he's a big motherfucker, right? Grabbed by his ankles, and the dude is—he's like Costa's like this, like just getting dragged out, just getting dragged like this, right? <laughs> Head on the ground, and they just dragged him out, brought him to the side, wrapped him in some towels, gave him some ice, so a little bit of water, cold water on his face. He came back too, right? He stayed out there for maybe what five minutes. They brought his ass right back in the sauna. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And you know what? On top of all of that, guess what? He went out. He went out there the next day and fucking performed yeah. and won. Was that Johnny Hendricks? I don't remember who it was, but. Bless you. I'm curious. Bless you. Look. But all I know is after that day, I said, oh, hats off. Yeah, for real. Hats off. That's this motherfucker is built different. I was like, he's a savage. He's one of them. This dude is, a, he's going to be a problem. Because. I don't understand it. Like you go through all that trauma, your body, I don't know, your body is you must be. There's no way you can recover. Unless you want that extra sauce. Mm. That's the only way. Possible. With uh, I ain't gonna speak on that. But there is no possible way other than that for you to recover and be a hundred percent. Right. The average person's body will not recover from that. I know my body won't recover from that. Mm. Cutting if that amount of weight. Drastically to the point where I'm dying, passing out and shit. The next day, my heart rate would be through the fucking. My heart rate would be on the on the wake up. I'd wake up in the morning, my heart rate would be at one seventy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my body's trying to heal itself, right? Nah, man, the dude just went out there and fucking steamrolled somebody. I was like, how? It was Johnny Hendrick. It was the MSG. It was. Yeah, it was I'm like, Hendrick. yo, how the fuck? How? Shit, crazy. Both oh, so my my battery's about to die. Oh, rapido, rapido, rapido. I need a, a oh charger. Oh, my God. I can never rest. No. Quickly, or, we, or, we, or the stream is all going to cut off. Guys, it's up to Fia. Stop, it's uh, it's up to her. It actually is, if we man, cut off, then it's her taking her sweet time. How is it my fault when you didn't charge your thing? Rapido, 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 rapido. Abdullah said, forgot they fucking made Costa Hendrix. Yeah, dude, that was a that was That was, that was Hendrix. Well, now it's you know. on the couch. Now you know what happened before the fight too. Should also be plugged in if it's not. It's on the couch, wrapped up. Um, where were we? Cody Stamen and Saeed Nurmagomedov. Oh, we about to. We're about to die, y'all. 
We got it. We got it. Okay. We can do it. And we're back, people. Do not worry. We're good. Cody Stamen versus Saeed Nurmagomedov. We made it. Saeed Nurmagomedov, 14-2 record. Uh, fifth UFC appearance, 3-1 and one so far. His only loss, unanimous decision loss to Hayuni Barcelos, who is also on this card. Mm. Uh, Cody Stamen, though. Young Savage. Cody Stamen is a, has been fighting since 2017 in the UFC. He is 5-3 and three with one draw over Song Yadong. Uh, coming off a two-fight losing streak to Jimmy Rivera and Marab Devashili. Top dog. He's one of the top dogs in, in that. One of the top dogs in that uh, in the band and weight division, I'd say. Yep. Right. He's one of the guys. If you're coming up through the rankings as a younger guy, um, that's someone you would have to face. Him, yeah. You got to go through him. He's a very heavy, uh, heavy wrestler too. Heavy base yes. wrestler. Yes. I mean, heavy is an understatement. Yeah. That's basically what he. <laughs> that's basically on. what he yeah, does. <laughs> he doesn't really have too much of striking skills, I would say. Um, so, Saad, Saad Nurmagomedov, what is his uh, forte um, as a Dagestanian uh, Sambo guy, I'm guessing? Yeah, I would say wrestling, just grappling in general. And his hands, I mean, he's coming off a KO win over Mike, Mark Striegel uh, over two years ago, though. Almost two years ago. Four wins by KO, TKO, three wins by submission, and seven by decision. Mm. Um, decision machine, those Russians. But is that an insult? No, not at all. What, what have the Russians done to you? That, I mean, Not to us Americans. Russians. Wow. I stand with my country. All right. That's well, fair. That's fair. As you should. <laughs> you're, you're Jamaican, so you don't have to. Yeah, that's fine. I mean. Would you consider yourself Jamaican or American? Jamaican, 100%. Really? <laughs> Who wants to claim this country? Uh, people hate that, though. Yeah, I, people, I've had people DM me and be like, where were you born? Where were you born, boy? Yeah, they don't like You were it. born in the States. You represent the United States of America, boy. And you walk out, you walk out with both our flags, so you don't walk out with anything at all. Straight up. That's how they feel though. Yeah, but you don't know me. You don't know my story. You don't. No one does. They don't know my story. Very few people oh, do. They're sorry, they're ripping us in the chat. How so? Uh well me mostly. Uh they said he fights like Zabit, Saeed Nurmagomedov. A lot of spinning shit. Oh, Okay, okay, okay. So wrestler versus striking. He's this is opportunity to break into the rankings, you know. As a, um, Cody Stamen is what number fifteen. So this is huge for him. Yeah, sorry. He, is a, he has an exciting style, I guess. Right? If that's the case, I don't know what's good with this cat, but she is wild and she's playing. Trying to play. She's playing parkour right now hey, with the with parkour. everywhere. Oh, yeah, she's like. All over the place. She's getting big too, right? Excessive said Randy Brown walks to the octagon with his Jamaican slash Trump mix flag. <laughs> That's what they want. Could you imagine? That's what they want. That's what they want. That would actually be hilarious. That's what they want. Damn, that'd like, be so funny. They do the same thing to fucking Usman. What? That's a you're saying I'm sure. I'm sure. But I I've I've read it on his page and shit oh, like yeah. that. Like yeah. people be saying all type of crazy shit. Like, aren't you from Nebraska, Marty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not a fan of that talk. Yeah, they don't. They don't like it. They don't like it. Continue to not like it. <laughs> Whoa! I know. All right, next up. Next up, Michelle Pereira against Andre Fialho. Oh, we didn't make our picks for that last one, though. Oh, I'm going. I'm going Saeed. 
Right. Cody Stamen is the underdog, though. Plus 165. Saeed Nurmagomedov favorite at one, minus 195. This fight I was looking forward to. This fight was a banger that I was looking forward to. Is uh, Michelle Pereira versus his original opponent. But um, it seems like his original opponent got pulled. And Who was it supposed to be again? I remember there were, I don't remember, but I know there were a ton of people advocating for it, for the fight. Everyone was trying to get that fight. Um, obviously, no one got it. And here's a guy making his debut in Andre uh, Fialo Ho. I don't yeah, know. Fialo Ho. Um, trying to pull up his sure dog here right now. He's from Portugal. As uh, someone was pumped up for a Portuguese fighter before. But he is 14-3, and three, making his UFC debut. Um, oh, wow. He has a... Damn, he's got a TKO win over James Vick in 2021. In 2021? <laughs> yeah. I would hope that's James Vick does not fight anymore. Damn. Um, I think he, he did retire. James Vick did retire. I think no? he did. But he not he TKO in ex-MMA. You know what's crazy? T- James Crick, uh, J- uh, James Vick went on an, a crazy run Yeah. at one point. In the UFC at one point. Yeah, he was like doing very well and then... Justin Gaethje. And then he just ran to Justin Gaethje, and then that was just it, bro. I don't know what it was. After that, the dude was just, like, getting just getting finished. worked over. Yeah. Who was his fight? You know after? who was there tonight? He was there tonight. Costa passed out, actually. Oh, he really? was there. He was there cutting weight, too. <laughs> well, you thought that was shots? <laughs> we all looked up like, what the fuck? I thought that was the cat knocked something over. Uh, it scared oh, me. God. Our car just went by and... and I don't know if the microphone heard. They just yeah. let Phil, off some. Phil almost hit the deck. Yeah, Phil, I Phil I panic. I see the I see the you panic in your face just now. You're like, what? They shooting outside? <laughs> oh man. Um, but wait, really? He was there. Did he fight that night, James Vick? He, I believe he did fight that night because he was cutting weight. He was wrapped up in the towel. Right, now you gotta look because I'm curious. I believe um, so. Oh my god, bro! Look, yeah, look at it. KO lost to Justice Gaethje. Decision, United's decision to Paul Felder. KO lost to Dan Hooker. KO upkick to Nico Price. TKO to Andre Fialho, which is his last fight. Yeah, that was his last All fight. All right, now look at the run he he went on he prior to. He beat Joe to. Duffy by TKO. Yeah, okay, yeah, true. His run in the UFC, submission win, uh, United's decision, United's decision, submission, United's decision, got knocked out by Benil. Then he had submission TKO, TKO decision, and then five fight losing streak, Jeez. and then he's retired. Right. Finished with a thirteen and six record. Um, it's a bit tough, but hey, Mandrew, subscribe. Seventeen months. Let's go. Oh, Mandrew, Mandrew, that's another OG, my guy. Much love, Mandrew. But back to this fight, Andre Fialho making his debut in the UFC, like we said, from Portugal against. A really tough guy to make your debut against Michael Michel Pereira. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, he's on a three fight win streak too. I mean, is he on? He's ranked. Is he ranked or is he unranked? Michel Pereira. I don't think he's ranked. No, he's not ranked. Well, he's, he's going to be ranked around. after this, no? I would think. You think after over a guy making his debut? I mean, he was right there. He was outside. I, Chad, am I wrong or was he ranked number fifteen and got bumped out? I mean, I, he might. Who, who has he beaten? Who has he beaten? He's on a three fight win streak, correct? Yep. He's right. being Danny Roberts, and then he his three fight win streak is Zalim Imadev, K- Chaos Williams, and Nico Price. All right. Who who those losses? His two losses prior Tristan to Tristan Conley, you know, decision, and then the the disqualification disqualification for the illegal knee on Diego oh, Sanchez. It was illegal, bro. I can't continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That fight, exactly. All right. Um Well, I guess. I mean, what do y'all think? I don't know. Do you think it's gonna be enough to get him ranked? 
I, I don't think so. I think he gets another fight. What do you think after this fight? It's him versus him and uh, Daniel Rodriguez, maybe? D-Rod? Yeah. That would put him in the rankings for sure. Yeah. If he won, obviously. But I think I think D-Rod would win. Well, also, well, hold on. We got to wait. Because D-Rod, all that his shit with hand his hand. And all that, like, yeah. He, he got, like, surgery, and then he fucked it up again. He, I think and he, he said that. Striking or. Said that he didn't. He has to get surgery again. But he doesn't want to. If, and if he does, because it's going to set him back up. And he said that if he doesn't, he would have to change his whole fight style. Yeah, but that his fight style is fucking just striking. Yeah. Like what? Old and he's an older dog, so Yeah, you're gonna tell me you're gonna get a wrestling game plan, a whole grappling game yeah, plan. And switch it up. Yeah, no. Well chance. who knows? Maybe he's good at that and he just never really showed it. There's a lot of times guys that just do what they like to do and then they actually train a lot in another area that they just it's just super underrated. They just never use it. Mm. And then when they use it, you're like, Oh shit, that dude can actually, actually grapple. Good, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Lion Crusher said, D-Rod a savage. I think he wins. Yeah, I think D-Rod takes that over Michelle Pereira. But once again, with his whole hand situation, if he needs surgery and shit, I don't know. But we will see. So who do you want to see the, um, this guy fight? Michelle Pereira? Yeah. Randy Brown? No, I'm kidding. Let me pull, yeah. the, let me pull up the rankings. The official, not the official one. Where is he at on here? Chat, who do you want to see him fight? Kevin Holland's here now. He's right below Jake Matthews, Shavkat, Romanov, Elios, Elios is Zelaski. How's that? How about Muslim Salikov? There we go. Is Muslim Salikov King still ranked? He should still be. I think he's like fifteen or something, fifteen or fourteen. No. Let me see there. Muslim. The King of Kung Fu. Yeah, I would like that. That would be a real good. He's one. solid. He's solid, man. He's an older dog too. He's, he's he is he's he older. is he is older too. But that's ranked fifteen. Fight. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be perfect. That's I like the that. fight. Yeah, I like there that. it is. That's the fight. If he if he gets through this one, Michelle Pereira. If he beats Andre Fialho, I would like to see him versus Muslim Salikov. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Um, Rasta Reverend said I saw Michelle outside uh, the arena of UFC two sixty one. He's a pretty thick guy, man. Got to wait at least two hundred. I could see that. I could see that. Damn. Wadi said, Randy, I need your opinion on Max Griffin getting Magny, your fight. Oh, uh, man. True. Neil Magny versus... Yeah, I've seen a lot of people say that. Like, yeah. oh, I would have seen this, like this to be Randy Brown. Um, Wait, really? Yeah. Versus oh, no. Magny or, or Max Griffin? Uh, Magny. That's a pretty good fight. That fight, is, I, I got Magny winning that fight. Yeah, I think Magny too. I'm, I'm going to say fairly easily, I think. Yeah. I think Magny gets it done. Yeah. Possibly yeah. finishes him. I agree. Um, try, I'm trying to look at the chat. Uh, Dal says Pereira was booked to fight Salikov. Oh, that's who it was. That's who pulled out. Muslim Salikov. What happened? So why why did he pull out? What happened? Injury? Injured or COVID? Either. Or was it COVID? Yeah. So they have to rebook that for sure. Yeah. If he wins, if he wins, but we'll see. Now, what happens if the if the dude making his debut wins? What do they do? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. He he's just he's like in the mix. Yeah. No, I don't think he's in the mix. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Um, said, so we asked this a lot, but when do you think you will book a fight? I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm still healing guys. I just started training maybe like two weeks now of really training hard and, you know, getting my diet back and and doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. I pushed a little too hard earlier in the week. Yeah. You know, and not my, my toe is good, you know, but my body is not ready yet, you know. So, but I'll be fine. Maybe April. Mm. April, I'll, I'll, maybe 
April, May, you know, one of those. I like a, I like a car in May. Yeah. So right now I'm just getting back fit, getting my weight back down, and you know, sharpening some other things. Mm. So we here, we here, we red. Kelf, um, wait, what is this? Sorry, never mind. <laughs> um, Michelle Pereira, I think takes this one though. I agree. I mean, like we said, Andre Fialho, that's a real tough making his debut. All right. Um, so Self is telling us the countdown of the time that we have. Well, it's it's whatever. Yo, humble dink, my brother. How you doing, man? What up? What up? What up? Well, we only got two more fights left. Yeah, well, this is a quick show, people. We have places to be, things to do. Um, Excessive says so. A contract could be in your hand within the next two months or so. Basically, what <laughs> what was what was yeah, what I was curious of. Yeah, pretty much. Mm, there you go. Yes, sir. Oh, and Manju said Salikov didn't disclose his reasons for pulling out. Mm. All right, that's fair. And Kellerth Wolf K said, "You walk around at what weight?" By the way, just curious. Oh, ho, ho, ho. yeah, I try to put my business in these streets. Uh, oh, over these streets. Yeah, I try to put my business in these streets. I'll say one ninety five. That's what you think. Mm. What y'all think, chat? What chat think? <laughs> QT said, "Usada." <laughs> <laughs> Usada, came, yo, Usada woke me up early this morning. Usada oh, was here. Mm-hmm. This morning. They grabbed your piss. Yep, they grabbed my piss. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Yeah, I got a good guy though when he comes. It's the same guy. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, bro, you've seen my dick a lot of times. Oh. I'm like, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we don't need to do this. Right. So yeah. it's like, you know, I've never been caught cheating. You don't have to be right up on me like that. Oh, they come in. Yo, they watch you. They watch you pee in a cup. They have to. So it got to the point where he's like, all right, you good. You good. Just, just go handle your business. Damn. I'm like, all right. Thank you. You're the man. It. Yeah. Because I be getting like, um, what they call it? Stage fright? Stage fright. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, this is kind of <laughs> awkward. Like, I get, nah, uh-uh. Nah, weird. QT friend says, turns out that dude ain't even Usada. Yeah. What? <laughs> Can you imagine just coming to collect collect piss every now and then? Every now and then, just like yo. Uh, Uh, Abdullah said, "Can't can't you just piss in the corner, or do they have to look directly at it?" No, they gotta see because dudes be having (laughs) like dudes be having like fake like fake penises to pee in a fucking cup. It's filled with a bag. Yeah, yo, dudes go the extra mile to not get caught cheating. Yeah, I remember looking up stuff for like tests and stuff for jobs, and that was one of them. They're like. If you, the, they're like the safest way is getting a fake. Did you do penis. it? Did no, you buy it? No, no, I didn't do it. No. Did you pee? Did you pass? I used someone else's piss. Oh, okay. That's how you I made it, it so obvious though. I taped oh. it to my leg and a hand sanitizer bottle, and I put uh, um, what's it called around it? Hand uh, hand warmers around it to nah. keep it warm. And I taped it to my leg, and it was like since my leg is so hairy, it like hurt and shit. <laughs> so I was like ripping it off. You were like. <laughs> Like, as I was ripping it off, and the lady was like just outside the door, obviously probably heard everything. I was like, ow, ow, ow. Like, I was saying stuff, and I was trying to squirt it out, but it was like one of those little hand sanitizers bottle. So, like, barely anything came out. So, by the end, it was just like, you know, when you're squeezing something, like, yeah. it was just like, like, she's like, damn, brother, you were dehydrated. <laughs> and I came out with the cup. It was literally like this much in there. I was like, sorry, I tried uh, my best. And she was just like staring at me. She was with the most blank stare. I was like, she knew. She knew. Yeah, I was like, she knows. <laughs> she didn't care though. Yeah, she didn't care. It's like, all right, it is what it is. Uh, I passed though, so we're good. All right. 
Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the co-main event. Championship fight. Brandon Moreno, the champion, defending his flyweight belt against number one, Davison Figueredo. We get to see the trilogy between these two. I enjoyed that presser thoroughly. Yes, it was. It honestly was funny. It was weird, like we said, but it was. It was. It was so awkward and cringy. But you know what? I love when I like heel Figgy. Yeah, for real. It's God of War, bro. It's God of War. It's Kratos. I love love it. He called him a crybaby. He's like Moreno, crybaby. I'm like, yeah, why he did that? Yo, he should have just let it rock when he asked about his song. He should have been like, yeah, that's it. He should be like, yeah, I got my own song. I'm walking out to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why my he man to play searched it. it up on fucking Spotify <laughs> and sat there and gave us fucking forty five seconds of just silence. awkwardness and silence, waiting for him to pull it up and he, with that half smile on his face, like, <laughs> yeah, it, it that was the most immigrant shit <laughs> I've seen. If I know a fucking immigrant, that was the most immigrant shit ever. Yeah, for real. I'm telling you, it was funny as hell. You can't say it. Oh, you can't say that, actually. But a lot of y'all don't say it. Don't repeat me. But that was the most immigrant shit ever. Mm. That was fucking hilarious to me. That was what? the funniest and shit ever. And I'm like, all right, just let it go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just let it go. It's nah, gone. But he, he thinks he did something. Yo, he swear he did something. Yeah. He was like, yo, he, he swore he ate. He was like, yo, I killed yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I bodied that press conference. I was like, nah, you were wilding, bro. Uh, that was funny as hell. That really was funny. <laughs> Line Crusher said Figgy had Brandon on his shoulders after he lost, and now he's talking shit about Brandon. Weird. That's true. I yeah, feel but you know what? I feel. But Brandon is like, he's like, yo, you're actually a nice guy. I know you're a nice guy, and he's not falling for it because I feel like Figgy's actually a nice guy too. Yeah, definitely. Low key. Yeah, he but, was before. But he, I think he is. But he's trying to sell a fight. He's trying to, you know, get. That's how you make money, man. Unfortunately, this is the game. You got to get people talking about you, Especially whether it's through negativity or yeah. positivity. And you know what? Unfortunately, negative press is the best press. Any press. Yeah, bad news travels fast. Especially right? Everybody wants to talk about it. So it's like when you're... That's the culture of MMA these days. Talk some yeah. shit. Especially after his last performance, too, that loss he had to Miranda. That was not a good fight at all for Figueredo. So he's definitely trying to make some noise for this fight. Um, But how do we see it going? If um, Figgy has a good weight cut and his weight cut didn't go the same way it went last time, mm. I got him winning. Mm-hmm. But... If he, if he, but he looked good on the scale. Did you see him on the scale? I didn't see it. Actually. He looked good. He looked like his weight cut was was went well. I'm, I, I got, I got honestly. Do you really think it's the weight cut that effed him yeah, up? Yeah, he cuts time? a lot. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And and I can tell you, man, from experience, the thing about the weight cut, if you fuck that up, nothing else matters. Mm. No matter how much shape you're in, no matter what the work you put in, nothing matters. You are literally a shell of yourself, and that's it. You fuck up your weight cut, you might as well pull out the fight. Don't fight. Because if you fight, you're you're fucked. That's just that's how I see it. And you can see that in that fight. He looked, he just got cooked. He gassed, he gassed up quick, yeah. early and just got cooked up. And we know that's not Figgy. And I'm not even a Figgy fan. This is just, I'm not a fan of either of the guys. You know what I mean? So if, I'm a fan of their work. I'm a fan of them as fighters. But it's not like I'm... You're an individual fan. Yeah. I'm not like a... a I don't know how to put that. But... That sounds weird. I'm not a fan of either of the guys. I'm a fan of the guys that fight, right? Yeah. I'm a, I am, but it's like I was not like I'm like, oh shit, one and of them are fighting, and like, I'm gonna, you know, it's not, I'm not like that. But I know how they both fight, and they both fight well, you know. So I can tell that he wasn't he wasn't himself. 
Uh, Dial said he came in at 124 and looked good and energetic, but the problem wasn't entirely his weight cut. He took a terrible approach to fighting Moreno. He needed to lead way more. He needed to do what? Lead. Lead. But okay, if he well, had that, a bad well, weight fair. cut and didn't have gas, then maybe he yeah, can't you, lead. Yeah, you can't. Bro, when you're gas, they, they have a saying, fatigue makes cowards, cowards of men, and there's nothing more true than that. There's nothing more true than that. When you're, It's like having a Ferrari, right? Go pull up, pull up your Ferrari. Come on, your Lamborghini. Pull up. Right? Y'all know what a Lada is? Mm. A Lada is an old fucking boxcar from like the fucking 60s or 50s or some shit like that, right? I'll pull up in that. All them ages, all the miles on it, right? And you pull up pull up in your Lamborghini. You ain't got no gas. I'm going to beat you, <laughs> right? That's just how it is. I can't, you can't do shit with no gas. So mm. you could say, oh, you should have did this or you should have did that or you should have did this. The approach doesn't matter. If your weight cut is fucked, I'm telling you, man, there is nothing you can do but just survive, if that. Damn, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like we see it a lot in MMA, and you said the best approach is to just pull out. Yeah. But you see guys, they were like, oh, well, weight cut issue. Yeah. They went to the hospital or something. They just like, I, know, I can't do it. No one understands except fighters. Yeah. I mean... Um, you Unless you Costa Costa don't give a fuck <laughs> Costa don't give a As fuck As we just talked about How he somehow made weight yo, so yeah. Costa made the weight And was like Yo after passing out Got dragged back in the sauna Woke back up <laughs> Still went out and fought Like a savage I'm like yo Salute <laughs> Um, Wait That boy um, That boy is super What do they, what they call it Natty Super natty yeah, boy natty. Yeah exactly <laughs> Uh Hold on. Abdullah said, I heard something like the amount of weight figgy cuts is equivalent to cutting off a whole leg. No way. Bumba clot. That's, that's rough. That's well, true. some people's legs weigh more than others. But honestly, if you're <laughs> if you're missing weight is, is very interesting when that's it comes to the game, right? It's because you're not going to miss weight if you're in shape. If you had a good weight ca- a camp and you really put the work in, you're really not going to miss weight yeah. because... The weight is going to come off of you. The camp is going to take the weight off of you. Your body just going to do what it does. Your body's going to do what it does. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm a big guy, right? People are like, oh, I don't know how you make it. You know how you make it, right? And I'm in shape for the most part, right, throughout the year. But as I'm in camp, I'm closer to my fight weight because my, I'm putting in more work. I'm burning more calories. My diet's on point. So I'm naturally going to get closer to that. Now, imagine if I wasn't and I was just working out normally and i just wasn't really putting in the effort i'm gonna be a little heavier than normal and then i'm gonna go cut the weight and i'm gonna do the same thing that i've always done when i'm in shape to cut the weight and i'm gonna be like oh i can't cut the weight it's not working yeah because you didn't put the work in, in camp all right and then you're gonna try super hard and kill yourself even more to make the weight and then you show up and you fight like ass because you fucked up the weight cut you know so there's so much layers to it it's it's a lot it's a whole process and it's a lot to unpack when it comes to weight cutting. And then you see guys that don't give a shit and just like, fuck it, I'm not cutting. Just like your last opponent. Yeah, it's like, yo, I'm not doing it. Yeah, those guys are, sometimes that's a legit strat. That's a legit strategy from some guys. They're like, yo, fuck it. Mm. Take the, they're like, fuck it, take the 20%. This weight is what I got. Yeah, this is what it is. I'd rather lose 20% than not, not fight at all. They're like, let me get something. Uh, Abdullah said he cuts 25% of his weight. Jesus and. Christ. Costa 2K said he's 165 out of camp. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a big boy. That's absurd. That's a big boy. That's big 40 boy. pounds. That's a big boy. That's almost as much as me now. Jeez. You're losing weight, huh? 
Yeah, I'm like, hey. See, it's just it's just dripping off of you, right? That's Randy's point. When you when you're working hard, it drips off. Especially as hard as I go. Come on now. But you know right. what? You're not coming to Jiu-Jitsu tonight, though, are you? Mm. Getting distracted by the pum pum. It's okay. It's okay. Just come back. Don't let it. Of course, no, no, no. Don't let it. Don't let it pull you hey, all the way. I I enjoy it. I've actually been having a lot of fun. Yeah. Even right. getting choked out. Right, good. Does I'm learning. Do- well, I, dude, I still need to know, like, the basics. That's why you should show up to jiu-jitsu class. Uh, you just started. Are you already missing classes? Oh. Exactly. <laughs> See? Uh, you know what? You're right. That's you're correct. Power the pussy. Mm. You have to just go Don't on let a it date. blind you. Don't let it no. blind you. Don't let it get into your mind. Hey, I've been here before. You focus. The thing Stay is, focused. though, he... he um, he, if he could go to like one of those early morning classes, if he didn't work, then that's when he'd get the basics oh, for the yeah. daytime classes. But all the classes he go to are for the people. The night classes where everyone's already. I think you could learn either way, though. Those are good no, classes to go I, to. I mean, I rolled with the guy. Hey, get. I, I did fine. You know what I realized? I'm not trying to sound like cocky or anything, but I am like strong. You are. Yeah, like I realized, I literally just like pushed the guy off of me and then stood up. I was like, "Oh, wow, that was easy." Ah, uh, yes. See, I think that you have a, a good uh, body type for jujitsu. Yeah, Randy told me after your first day, he said, "I think he's going to be good at this." Yeah, yeah, I think, I, think I will too. I just need to learn though. That's all I need. So stay the course. Yeah. Stay the course. We got this. Spotty Mouse said, "Philip Lewis." There you go. Yes. Is it just, just get up? Just get up. Wasn't there a corner that was saying that? <laughs> I don't remember, but. That's Derek Lewis style. Kamara um, said, already very cock guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, QC asked, y'all training at a Henzo's or Budo? Uh, Budo. Yeah, no chance I'm going to Henzo's. Still <laughs> mm. <laughs> not going to Henzo's. <laughs> right there. Maybe one point. Excessive said, just cancel this show and just beat Phil up here for his training on live stream. Yeah, let's just get that going. I'm sure people will All right, like who that. we going with? I'm going with Figgy. That's my pick. I'm going to stay with Moreno, honestly. I think he's and still. All right. I think he keeps the belt. Now to the main event, what everyone is most excited for. Heavyweight title on the line. Francis Ngannou, the champion, against Cyril Gan, the interim champ. This. This is like, as Dana White even said, he's like, Vince McMahon couldn't write a better script than this. This honestly is crazy. Two guys right, coming up that train together in France. So, 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 actually, she watched the countdown. It, wasn't it sick? Yeah. Well, no, we didn't want it. was the press release. You didn't see the countdown? Wait, the other. We watched it early in the week. I know. I'm asked. Did you yeah, see it? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. So I you did. know the story? Yeah, I know the backstory. Oh, and you know she mixy, so. What do mm-hmm. you mean mixy? I'm mm-hmm. not mixy. She, she loves the cheese man, as, as I would I'm say. I'm cheese All right. So talk to herself. Take it away. Tell us, tell us the story. Well, after the press release, I really don't want to talk about them because I feel like they don't want to be. T- I mean, Francis doesn't want to be talked about. Like that, he says they not they were not friends. He was like, okay, so I was there for like a few months, and you were there same time. We sparred six times, and what about it? We're not friends. We're not training partners. I was like, Don looked kind of hurt. He did. Don was like, wow. I thought we had something. I thought we was cool. Yeah. I thought he was the homie. Yeah. I felt kind of bad for him. I did, right? I was like, Dave seems like such a nice guy. Oh, he is. Just watching. Just a genuine nice guy. All the time, like he's always smiling. When they asked about, um. What happened when he didn't Ghana didn't say hi mm-hmm. and he was like pretending to be like crying. He's like, oh, my heart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like a funny person. He's like a genuine person, man. But you know what? I feel Francis. I feel like, like he got he he definitely got rocked in sparring. Who the, the left high kick? He definitely got rocked. He <laughs> I would but, say so. But 
that's what I talk about, right? Now go ahead, so I'll get back to it. Tell me what you're gonna no, say. No, all I was going to say about the two of them, I like Gon. He seemed like a really he's a very likable guy. I really do like him. Francis, I like Francis a lot too, and I think Francis is kind of being painted as a villain right now, and I think it's more of like the whole narrative. For the story. I think yeah, it's, it's for it to sell the fight. Media and like also the narrative of like, oh, he doesn't want to fight. He wants more money and like, oh, he went to America and that that like even the stuff his coach was saying in countdown, like they probably have their own personal beef. They have we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It just got painted how it's painted. They had their own thing that we don't know about. The ex coach is kind of running with it. Like you could tell he is not a, a Francis guy. No, they, of course. He's, they got beef now. They're yeah. not cool. Yeah, Apparently no, he didn't like pay him enough or some shit. I don't know. Exactly. exactly. So I feel like Fran- Francis kind of knows like he's the villain. And so he's just like, whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, just pay me type beat. That's what he's giving. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I feel you. He's like, I'm going to be the bad guy regardless. You guys are already spinning the narratives. Let me let me talk about this, right? How oh, my chair can't spin. I didn't realize that. Until now. QT said I like Gon, but and Gon is going to gadoosh him. <laughs> so... You see how they talk about the dude getting knocked out and sparring? Mm. This is why both people need to be on the same page when we're doing technical sparring. Mm. You got to know, all right, we sparring, are we moving around, are we doing technical sparring? I think those three things are different, mm. right? So, so one guy could be like, yo, all right, let's just move around. Let's move a little bit, right? Another guy could be like, nah, I'm sparring. And like you just... There's something lost in translation there where both the guys weren't on the same page because there's no reason. Gon was like, yeah, it's technical sparring, light sparring. Then how the fuck you getting rocked to the point where you got to stop this shit or getting knocked down? Left high kick. Left high kick at that, right? Yeah. It's like, by accident. All right, it was by accident, but still, those accidents should not happen unless accidents like that happen in sparring. Real sparring. Real sparring. I threw a head kick. I threw it within... I thought you was gonna block it. So like right? you got headgear on. So it's one on. thing. There's all right. So one thing you got headgear on, right? right? Headgear ain't gonna things. stop you from getting knocked the no, fuck no, out no, with I, a head kick. With that's a, what I'm right? saying though. Just to clarify, you see this motherfuckers been slapped. Oh, I've seen it with, with headgear on still from head kicks, right? Snoring, right? But at the same time, I feel like all right. If you're just throwing a kick to throw a kick, a professional at your level, he better can pick his hand up and know how to block it, right? Mm-hmm. But if there's a subtlety that you did. A setup to land a head kick, and you know there's chances that head kick is gonna land on that person. You ain't sending that shit, right? Because for me personally, I've worked with, worked with guys, and we're just we're sparring, hard sparring, right? We're going doing it, basically fighting, right? But if I did something as a setup, and I know I'm gonna land this fucking head kick, we're going hard in the midst of all of that. I'll place that shit. I'll place that shit. Right, I'll do what I do, and you didn't see it, and you react. Next thing you know, boom! There's a fucking leg on your shoulder, just resting on your neck. That, those are good. That's taking care of your fucking spawn partners, even in the midst of that. So I don't know. Our camera went out, so, but I don't know. It's coming right back, y'all. But I don't know about you. Can how about knocking a motherfucker out? Yeah, that's tough. You know what I'm saying? Knocking a motherfucker unless you wanted to knock a motherfucker out. And in light sparring with no headgear at that, right? In light sparring. Come on, bro. You ain't knocking nobody out in light sparring. And I, and I get it. They're heavyweights. They're big boys. But still, take care of your partners. That's how I feel, especially in light sparring. And then you, you heard with Francis, though. He's like, I spar with girls. He's like, they don't complain. Yeah, that's fair. I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's different when you're going with, with a guy that's just big, just as big as you. And, you know, sometimes a guy's throwing fast and then you're throwing power. And the, the speed can frustrate someone. I've seen it where guys are slower and the speed, they're not, you're not, the person's not hitting them hard, 
It's not like they're hitting them hard and beating the shit up, but they're just frustrated. They keep getting hit. Even though they're not getting hit hard, they just keep getting hit and they can't get the person back till they get frustrated and they start throwing hard, right? And then it turns into something else. And then another person's like, oh, bro, you hit me hard. Why you hit me hard? Because you're frustrated because you can't hit me back, right? And then now it turns into something. There's a full-on fight. It's an it happens fight. all the time, all the time. So that's why having a good partner to take care of you and you taking care of them is very important. Mm. Just chemistry is super important. And being on the same page out the gate, knowing like, hey, we're sparring or are we doing technical sparring? Mm. So I have to make it clear. Yes. Known before. Sure. Yeah. Because I mean, you definitely know before going into that day. No. You speak in your mic. You you know going into that sparring session what type of sparring is it not necessarily for guys a visitor and and that's mm-hmm. what that's what uh, Francis's point was is that listen we weren't training partners we weren't t- we weren't teammates we were training partners I guess right we weren't teammates we were partners I came to help you I was getting ready for a fight you were getting ready for a fight and we we worked Helped and that's what other, happened. Yeah. So I can see how things can get lost there, you know? Rasta Reverend said my biggest pet peeve is when we light sparring and they just turn up randomly. Yeah, but that's you got to know who you're going with, right? Because dudes do that. Dudes do turn up randomly and then you got to match the energy. You know, and it sucks. There's, it happens say, it's to kinda, me. It's real shitty. It's, it's yeah. shitty, but it's as a, even as, as a professional, right? As a professional, what sucks? Let me tell you what sucks. Any gym I go to, right? Not that I'm like this famous guy and I'm like whatever, but at the, I'm Randy Brown. Any gym I go visit, I'm Randy Brown. You're getting come for. So at the end of the day, I'm a UFC fighter and there's young fighters who want, you know, so no matter what type of sparring it is, I'm always going to be respectful. I was, especially if I'm a guest in someone's home, right? So when I go there and I'm, I'm moving around with somebody, right? And I'm just being, I've let it known. I let it be clear from the jump because guys always want to test themselves and try to like put, and I say, listen, Whatever energy you give me, I'm just gonna match it. You just gotta, you gotta say it out the gate because there's guys that'll, you know, get you get hurt. Guys that'll hurt you because you don't know, you know what I'm saying? And so like, I'm gonna say, hey, listen, whatever manage. If we're not sparring, if we don't have fucking headgear on and big gloves and shin guards and knee pads, and it's like then then you don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. We know what we came here to do. We know what it is, right? We are gonna do it, <laughs> right? But if we're just training. And guys are like, oh, we're going to... And that thing that people do, and one person's light is different from another person's light, got to make it clear. Got to make it clear what the fuck we doing, right? And I tell you one time, just so to protect myself, I have to tell you one time. That's if you see them going a little bit out of bounds. No, I tell you from before we go. Uh, From before we go, I'm going to tell you, listen, I'm going to match your energy, right? We're going, just let me... We're going light, whatever, just let me know. The moment they pick it up, I'm just going to pick it up, and I'm never coming back down. And that's where the fuck (laughs) it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. And then you have to be that way. I, it sounds like a dick thing, but the way it works, you have to be that way or you'll get hurt. You see what I'm saying? You ain't going to hurt me, bro. Right? You're going to go spar and then you got work the next day. You're going to go sit in the office. Like, you're fucking me up. Like, I'm not going to let you hurt me. You know? Then you're True. fucking up my bag. True. Right? So that's just how it goes. Have you ever had to warn someone like twice? Oh, yeah. You'd be like, all right, bro, I'm about to like. No, no, no. I'm just saying I've, I've, I've warned people to the point where it's like, all right, well, we're going. They did something, and I was just like, one time, I was like, bro, not even like that. I was just like, yo, just just remember, whatever you give me, I'm going to give it back to you. So you say it again. I just say it like that, calmly, yeah. right? And then, you know, it is what it is after that. If they don't listen, I'm not going to be like, bro, come on. Like, yeah. no, bro. It's like, you know, we're not baking cookies. At that point, I'm going to just do it. We're just going to do it, mm-hmm. you know? And then at the end, it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's unfortunate, but it's like, that's why I've seen a lot of guys kind of like, they kind of build this circle of fighters around them 
you know, and it's like clicky, I guess, but they create their own people around them, even in bigger camps, in camp, it's like, yo, they don't spar with certain people, I don't go with that guy, I don't grapple with this guy, and I remember coming up as an amateur, as a young guy, and I used to be so frustrated, I used to be like, man, all the UFC fighters, they assholes, bro, like, fuck them, like, like, why? I remember when I was super young coming in the game, right, I remember even... That's when like Dave Branch and them were like mm. not even in the UFC yet. And oh, there was man. a lot of different guy, um, guys around me at that time. That's when GSP was in the UFC. And I was like, these guys are assholes. All of them. None of them want to roll with me. Why nobody want to roll with me? I was a blue belt at the time. Why nobody want to roll with me? I'm never going to be that way, right? When I become, when I get into UFC, I'm going to be nice to everybody. I'm going to be cool with everybody. I'm gonna, Anybody want to roll? I'm going to roll. Here I am today to tell you yeah. that was bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That was bullshit, right? And I understand now because I'm in that position. Before... When I was, they they have to protect themselves because motherfuckers will spaz out and hurt you, and you not even go. They trying to compete with you. You just you're just grappling, learning. They don't know you got to go to this session later. You're just trying to get better and learn. Motherfuckers want dickheads that want bragging rights and shit like that. So they'll fucking crank on an ankle or crank on the submission. You like yo, what the fuck? Like bro, one time T J Dillashaw came to spar, and I remember came to came to grapple, and the dude is grappling right, and dudes are tapping him out. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, you came to the best place in the to get the best jujitsu in the world. Everyone here has the best jujitsu in the world, right? This is the mecca of BJJ, and everyone's tapping him out back back in the locker room now. When he leaves, everything was cool. He's he leaves. Everyone's talking shit. Oh, I tapped him this amount of time. Some champion. I did this. I did that. I did that. I'm like, hold the fuck on. Yeah. What? What are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, he came here to learn jujitsu from the best jujitsu players in the world. Supposed to tap him. You're supposed to yeah. tap him. He's coming to fucking learn, right? Like that makes. All right, so go fight him now. Go, go fight him. Yeah, so you yeah. can push your fucking. So you can swallow your teeth. Yeah. Right. It's like I never understood that logic. You know, dudes are just idiots. Mm. So I say all that to say it's like you gotta <laughs> you gotta be careful. Got fighters gotta protect themselves. You know, of when they go to different gyms and who they grapple with because there's assholes out there mm-hmm. and. A situation like this is both guys were familiar with each other and they just weren't on the same page. Mm. One, so one threw a kick harder than necessarily and it was supposed to be thrown, and the other person got hurt. Put him out. Well, maybe not put him out, but it it's like it for out. all that, let's just do it. Yeah, for all that, that's why I don't like the technical spar. You need it; it's a must. You can't replace that for actual sparring. But I much rather, if I had to pick one that I must stay with, I'd much rather just put the headgear on, big gloves, you and go, we just we just it. fucking go. Mm-hmm. Cause I know what I'm doing. I know what to expect. Right. Mm. That's true. That make that's actually a really good point. Yes, yeah, so. Um, but I was just gonna ask. But didn't Francis say the only reason why he brought that up was because they put out whatever? Yes, because so. they put out the videos. What he said. That's the only reason why he brought it up. So that's fair. Um, Rasta Reverend said not everyone knows how to be a good training partner. It's true. It's uh, a, you have to learn to be a good training partner. Two K wants to know if anyone's ever threw crazy spinning shit at training. Yeah, at you in training. You can throw spinning shit. I'm the guy. I do. I throw <laughs> spinning shit, right? But I'm he never... He wants to know if they throw it at you. Yeah. There's people who's thrown spinning things at me controlled, right? But there's also guys who's thrown shit at me like wild, like a spinning back fist. That's things you just don't throw. I'm never going to throw a spinning elbow at you. I'm never going to hit you with an elbow in training session. I'm never going to knee you in the face. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to... I'm never going to throw a spinning back fist at you. You know, it's like, because spinning back fist catch you off guard, depending on the angle, depending on how it was set up, right? Those are techniques that just come through hard because you're spinning, right? You spin with all your velocity. Those techniques cannot be controlled because you're just letting it fucking fly. It's just like a Hail Mary, 
right? Then you knock somebody out and it's like, oh, sorry. Ain't no sorry, bro. You ain't going to tell me sorry. Just know when I see you next time. You're getting, you're getting it. When we work, it ain't going to be no, I'm just going to, I'm going to, got to return the favor. Mm. Every time we go, that's just like what I was going to be. I'm sorry. This is going to be like that. You're just not going to go. Wait, with me I thought there ain't I'm, no sorry. We just going to fight. There ain't no sorry. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up, but it's, but that's why to avoid all of that, you just have to have the right communication, the right, the right the communication page. and also the right and training, partners. right training partners and just the right environment that you, that you mesh well with, yeah, definitely. you know, and you can't be no bitch. You got to make sure <laughs> like at the end of the day too, you got to go to your sparring sessions with the headgear and have those full fights mm. because you know, I talk about it all the time on here where guys, they actually just, they replace their real headgear, like hardcore sparring for technical sparring. And then they, they, you see their career start to go like this and then they just, they never actually spar anymore. And then they they go to fight a guy who's actually in the trenches doing it. When you see live hundred miles per hour fastballs coming at you, mm-hmm. you you flustered. When you happen to technical spot, you look beautiful. You were mm-hmm. slipping and moving, and shit was nice. But now now some pepper coming at you, and now you don't know. What to now do now you flustered. Now you you don't know what to do. You know, so you need you need both. I think. Uh, I just want to know do you, what sparring do you like better? Like it's funner for you that you, you said that. Oh, I would it? prefer to spar hard. I like. To, I would prefer to spar hard. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. But technical oh, spar, I like all of it. All of it is fun. I'll, even just training and drilling, I, I I love all of it. You know, but if I had to let one go, that I think would be more important for my game to continue development. I would stay with the hard one. But again, when I say hard sparring, and MMA has this stigma for a reason. A lot of guys are like, "No, nah, I know I'm chatting." Right. A lot of people are just like, "Oh." No more hard sparring. This guy's getting hit, hurt. And this look at this guy, this guy has CTE and this guy. Listen, let's put that into perspective. These people are dickheads, right? (laughs) Because motherfuckers, they spar each other. They're sparring before they learn proper technique. They have a ton of bad habits from when they were younger and coming up in the game. And they just develop fucking toughness, right? A la Mike Perry, right? And they just fucking... Class. This is it. Sparring is this. Mm. And they just in front of each other, just doom, 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 doom. Well, you rock me, I rock you, doom. That's, this is not sparring. There is zero development there. That is a fight. You're just fighting again, right? Sparring with the headgear. We're still throwing hard shots, but we're using our techniques that we've learned. We're setting up different shots, and we're still looking out for each other. We're just throwing hard shit, right? But when it comes to like certain techniques, like a knee to the face, I'll, I'll show it. it. I will show it, right? I'll boom, mm-hmm. control, show it, boom, right? And then you back to it. We're throwing hard punches, right? We're throwing hard low kicks, hard body kicks, but certain techniques we have the wherewithal to control, right? Elbows, certain shit you still have the wherewithal to throw, and you're still working and actively thinking to set up different techniques. Do a trying new shit that you wouldn't try mm-hmm. otherwise, that you wouldn't normally do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all it is. So when guys think sparring, they're just like, oh, we're just going to go to war. And it's like, you're an idiot. And that's what you do every time. And then that's like, oh, man, oh, I got to chill. I got a headache. No shit. You got a fucking <laughs> headache, you idiot. Right? And that's and then it gets a bad stigma where guys are like, oh, man, guys need to stop sparring so much. Guys are not sparring anymore. You a damn fool if you think motherfuckers not sparring. Everybody mm. that's not sparring getting cooked. Mm. Max Holloway is a liar. He's a damn liar. Yeah. Max Holloway is sparring. Cause you don't get that kind of timing and volume from not sparring. I I've seen I've seen uh, a lot of people in the chat talking about Sean Strickland as you're talking about this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nike he's, an, he's an idiot, but look at him. Strickland. But look at him. That's what I'm talking about. But look at him. Yeah, it's, How it's, long you think that that's gonna his last? Personality. That's just his personality. This is the guy that like look at Sean Strickland, bro. Come on. 
My rant's over. I didn't have one of those in a long time, right? ABXN asked, what do you think about Tony Ferguson never sparring? Well, it caught up with him. It caught up with him, right? Tony Ferguson was a phenomenal fighter, right? And I'd say, argue, still a, a great fighter and has done tremendous things, right? But at the end of the day, look at Tony Ferguson, the way he fights. Tony Ferguson has his own style. He's created his own style. He He's throwing fake sand at you and shit like that, like... <laughs> And you, sparring not doing is not he's not you know what i'm saying like come on dog like what are we talking about these are the anomalies we're talking about we, these are guys who are doing other shit you know what i mean they're not they, they're not doing they're not doing traditional things you know what i mean so it's like it got him very and at one point he was he had very good boxing at one point tony ferguson used to knock motherfuckers out cold back in the day right he had the best boxing on the Ultimate Fighter show, right? He was piecing people up. Now you see he got away from that and started doing, you know, he has whatever going he's going through. And you see a whole different type of Tony Ferguson, which who thrives in that chaos, which does he does well. But at some point you have to spar and it'll catch up with you. And then you start to see, oh, well, it's not sparring, time is not right. You're moving weird now. You know what I mean? Obviously you're getting older as well. You know, and other things throwing fake sand and doing all kind of wild shit, you know. It's not fake. It's, it's a, just invisible. I am Isaiah said all his ninja roles too. You know, so yeah. And you mad bro? Oh three says, "Hey guys, what up? What up?" What up? Uh, Mayo um, Waves said, "Sean is a well known piece of shit and sparring got kicked from four gyms in 2021." Yeah, um, I mean that's, that's what true. it is. Yeah. I mean, again, if there's dudes who's like, "All right, we're doing technical sparring," and they one of them dudes who just want to just cook people up. Um, but anyway, who do you guys have picked for this fight? We didn't even get to yeah, that. We, We've been talking for a while. Uh, for Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gan, honestly, I feel like I have to go with Francis Ngannou, and which is surprising though because he's the underdog coming in. Yeah, stylistically, this is a bad matchup for him. My yeah. my heart my heart wants Francis. I'm I'm picking Francis to win. Um, but my brain kind of feels like and knows Cyril. that um this is a stylistic matchup nightmare for him. Um, and I and I feel like Cyril Gain. He just moves too well. And let me tell you all something, man. Footwork is super underrated. Range management is so underrated. And a motherfucker that can move can do damage to MMA fighters, bro. MMA fighters cannot move for shit. Especially at that right? size. They just are fucking robots, right? So, like, a guy like um, Cyril, Gan. Cyril Gan at this weight class, I'm sure he's never seen. I'm sure um, Ngano has never faced anyone like this in an actual fight. Movement is a motherfucker. Mm. You'd be surprised. Movement is a motherfucker. It's super underrated, especially a guy with that kind of speed. Um, with the power. Yeah, I mean, but who doesn't have power? They're both heavyweights, mm. you know? So it's a tough fight. I want Ngano to win. I'm going. I'm rooting for Ngano. I got Ngano picked, but um, I know it's, it's not easy, and he could very well. But um, Ngano has gotten better, though. He has. He's gotten patient. He's gotten more better, more technical, yeah, for, for true. So it's not like night and day here. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. I would love to see Francis pull it off, but um, it's a tough Chat fight. Has a lot of views. It's a you tough fight. Chat, Francis. what y'all think? Francis is the underdog at plus one twenty five. So gain minus one forty five. So, uh, ABXN said if it goes past in the goes past the second round, Gon wins. QT said people underrating and Ganu big time. Sour whiskey said I think Gon is going to take it. Benji sent Benji Prince said and still. Mayo Wave said, I think Gon takes two rounds and gets clipped and never recovers. Mm. I can see that, too. Uh, I can see that. That's that's actually pretty. 
Kellorth Wolf said, I don't know which guy I want to win here, but for the future of the heavyweight, I think it will be will be better if Cyril Ghosn wins to see more heavyweight fighting light and fast. Mm. Truly, it'll change the culture of what you need to be the king. Yeah, for sure. Um, Nike Tech said, I say Francis only because of what he does when he's slightly upset. Frozen strike. <laughs> Um, Wowie sure. says Francis. But if he does that, if he does that with with Cyril, che- incoming check hook and gone. Yeah. And I mean, he could do that to a guy like uh, Rosenstruck. He got the fucking long arms. You know what I'm saying? He's just swinging them shits right. He got the reach advantage too. Just fucking. Oh. You do that to to gain man, that dude. You just check hook. Wop. You start running straight at him like that. I'm telling you, movement is a motherfucker. Guys who know how to move and understand angles and move well. Imagine he just. He r- rushes him like that. Fucking Francis runs at him like that. He just check hooks him. Bow. He runs into the cage. Don't. Gone. Uh, gone. Gain. Circles. Francis back is against the cage. He faints. Francis <laughs> like bites on the fate. He just rips a combo. Boom. Francis out cold. What y'all think? You sound like 2K right I know. Now. I, but I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that's what's going to happen. I'm like, yo, imagine. Yeah. I mean, that would be insane. I, I don't know if we see him. I don't know if we could see Francis getting put out, though. When have we, We've never been seen get finished, have we? Um, it's heavyweights, bro. Any one of them could finish any yeah. one of them. They, they all could get finished. Big. They all could get These finished. These two men are huge. Um, Lion Crusher said, I like Gone more. Pierre said, I got Cyril, but I want Francis to win just to make the tomato mad. I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. I want Francis to win. I want him to win. I want to see him go box. I want to see him get that bag. Yeah, I also yeah. want to see him, uh, you know, I want to see him. I, I want to see him well. the champ. I think he'll stay in the UFC. He may go box, but I think he'll be back. I think he'll go box and he'll star. come back. He's a superstar. He's a star. I, and I, I, what I don't like is people trying to act like he's greedy when he's just asking. He's for trying to get worth. what he's worth, man. Come he's on, trying, man. He's asking dudes for his like, value. Oh, dudes are like, oh, I saw a meme where I was like, Francis, I had to borrow money from my last camp. Also, Francis, in the countdown, mad different bands. He drove <laughs> like three different type of bands. But either way. Rings and shit. But it's it like, yo, he, it doesn't matter. He worked for that. He worked for that. Exactly. Like, listen. And if he MMA was a boxer, fighter, how much more oh, would he have? Oh, absolutely. When an MMA fighter makes it, he makes it. You know what I'm saying? When a boxer makes it, everybody around him makes it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's true. Like his whole team makes it. Yep. You know? So it's a true. big I love that. And obviously there's there's a lot more to it. And so it's hard when it comes to MMA and the UFC. There's a lot of moving parts that we don't not sure about and we don't know. But at the end of the day, I think that it's only getting better and it's only growing. And I think that for the future of the sport, we're headed in the right direction. Ultimately, we will be getting those big paydays. Hopefully. So we'll I'll see. Say, see how in it due goes. time. That's what the change is trying to come from now. But um, it's 615. Do you have to I do. get to your class? I do have to get to my class. So drop us on some news and then we out of here. All right. I'll, let me look for my best. Let me see. I'll read the comments in the meantime. Uh, ABXN said, I feel like Francis got a bad boy chin. Don't know what that means. He said, Stipe got... Co- Stipe caught him a few times. His chin is underrated. No, he's solid. He's solid. Um, AZX Zen also says, I get why MMA fighters look up to boxers. They get paid way more. I wouldn't say we look up to them. We would say we just want to get that bread. They look, look at like boxing. We and look they're like, at them. Hey. And like, hey, we should get that kind of bread too. Um, boxers are just way more skilled in the art of boxing. In stand-up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Biscuit said, Nganu looked fast messing around with DC and Embedded. And Nadju says, I really hope Francis has someone teach him financial literacy. I would, it would be sad to see him go, go broke. Um, no, what makes, what makes you think he, 
he he doesn't have a financial literacy. I don't think he's gonna go broke. Is it the is it the Bitcoin remarks? <laughs> Was he gonna get fifty percent of his purse in Bitcoin? Uh, allegedly, mm. um, but I'll, that could also be them trying to sell uh, yeah. sell us on that that website where they're doing NFTs and all that shit. Two uh, K wants to know if we could get a late night game stream. Uh, maybe we'll see. I've. So was asking me for yesterday to do one for the past like three days. I've been asking him to do a late night stream and he just doesn't want to do it with me. So maybe you guys get it by yourself. I don't know. I've been busy. I'm playing God of War. I'm trying to like finish it. Yeah. I'm already that far. Yeah. I'm pretty far. Look, you see all them fucking gold. Uh, what are the perks? Oh shit. Didn't you just start that the other day? I did, but I've been grinding. <laughs> Every chance I get. That's what I do, honestly. Um, he says, I'm not saying he doesn't have someone helping him with, with finances, but it's not uncommon for pro athletes to go broke after they retire. For sure. For sure. I can see that. Um, but I don't think he will. I don't think he will. He's getting too much money. If he also did the No, there's guys who are getting way more money than him that go broke. But I don't oh. think he'll go broke. I think I think he. I think he's got the fact that people are are saying that is because he said, "Oh, I had to borrow money for my camp." I think he just used that as a talking point to make his just, point to yeah, get a point across. Yeah. You ain't borrowing money, bro. Nah. At that level, he ain't broke. Like a, he is uh, not like broke. I, said, I, say, I promise you, he's not broke. He was like the bad guy in Fast and Furious movie too, wasn't he? <laughs> so he's. I think getting, he made an appearance or something. Or yeah, something like that. So he's getting money. Off he's of getting that. multiple bags. He's getting bags from every direction that when we don't even know guy, about. And let me tell you, right when the UFC pays you. And you say, hey, this is the number that goes out to everyone. It's that is not the number. It's usually it's usually more. There's other bags that come after mm-hmm. that. And at that level, there's other opportunities for him being the champion in the level that he's at. He's getting bags from every which direction. He actually has like brand like brand deals through the UFC, plenty of sponsorship I'm sure his and brand deals company, outside. That dude is eating. He's eating good. Yeah, he's fine. He's yeah. eating good. He got his own but place in Vegas. What I will say this, I will say this. Um, does he deserve his worth, which is much more? He's so the average lot. fan, I see the average fan will just be like, oh, whoa, oh, stop being a baby. And just, I'm like, bro, how would you like if I come to, you don't want more money from your boss? Hmm. When you're literally putting your life you're on putting, you, you, you don't think he deserves it? Because he's making more money than you, that don't mean he don't deserve what he's worth. You and, know, what he put, what's the work that's put in? And this career doesn't takes, have sac- longevity. This, it it's doesn't not, have longevity. It doesn't have a retirement fund. Exactly. Let him get the bread so you can put the, put the money into whatever, you know? You got to make it that's, while you're that's here. That's how I see it. That's how I see it. And that, so anyway, he can get it. Let him get it. If he's asking for it, don't knock him for asking for it. You know what I mean? If he gets it, I hope he does. You know what I mean? But if he doesn't, it is what it is. But don't jump on a side. You know what I'm saying? Don't pick a side and be like, and then create a narrative and be like, oh, well, Oh, he's just being greedy. He's just doing this. He's a not. If he thinks he needs more money, yeah, he does. It is what it is. Anyway, well, news time. Um, I'll give us two quick ones. Patty Pimlet makes his return to the octagon to fight Rodrigo Vargas at UFC London on March 19th. So Patty Pimlet, for all you European fans, will get his appearance back. Wadi's excited. Wadi's super excited. Yeah. Hey, somebody said Patty was mid in Discord. Wadi <laughs> lost his shit. That boy <laughs> lost his shit. They're, they're sending, I think they're setting up Patty. This guy's fighting his one and two, I think, in the yeah. UFC right now. Yeah, it's a little setup. 
That's cool. We'll see though. That's cool. That's and how you build your build your uh, your guys. And another fight on this card for London, the main event: Tom Aspinall versus Alexander Volkov is the heavyweight main event, main event for March nineteenth in London. Nice. So that seems like a good London card that we will have on March nineteenth. Um, there you go. Wadi says, "Woo!" Uh, yeah, there I you bet. are, sir. Uh, but that's it for the show. We both got places to be. What do you think about Brandon versus Figgy? Damn, Benji. You have to rewatch. Yeah, we, we just rewatch. We went through that, and I got to run. But um, they, they went. On, that might have been one good. of your rants. Yeah, we went on a super long rant. Yeah, that was the weight cut rant. Yeah, <laughs> I, we haven't been on a rant in a long time, huh? We, we, me. Yeah, I didn't even hit the rant button. I'm supposed to hit the yeah, rant button. Siren. It's all right, Ben. He said, "Oh, I'm late." Usually, they start the show like right about now. Yeah, we do. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Today was an early show. Honestly, moving forward, our Friday shows are going to be a little earlier. So we're trying to figure that out. Um. Sunday still the same Sunday time, still same sorry. time, but 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 temporarily. But, yeah. Fridays are gonna be yeah, early. Fridays are gonna be be what it is. So we'll see. But yeah, that's it. Yes, sir. We will see you guys on Sunday then. Much enjoy love, the much love, tomorrow, much love. Because uh, I know I will. Maybe enjoy some alcohol beverages. Should we finally do a fight companion that we talk about every fucking week that we never Phil, do? Phil Ooh. has a date tomorrow. Oh yeah, he does. He does. See. Power, power the pussy. Mm. That's what it does. See that? See that? I think you're jealous. See that? You think I'm jealous? <laughs> My beautiful wife sitting over there. <laughs> oh, how nice is that? Oh, Wentner said so for fight companion. I'd be so good. They're not even ready. Me and Rosa. Would you be ripped out of your mind just be, saying nonsense? Just, <laughs> yo, no, yeah. I would. Like, I would give great tea. Like, oh my god. Yeah. No, I would give great tea. Wow. Did he just hit him like that? Did he? Yeah. What did he do? Was that like the? Was that like the elbow, like the back fist or something the that you talk about? Elbow. No, but he didn't spin. He just <laughs> went like that. Two case of JP Cheyenne and so yeah. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Me in the uh, middle. <laughs> that's, oh, the, that's the tea I'm supposed to be in. Um, All right, man. That's it. Yep. We GGs will see you guys. Out. GGs, much love. Later. Thank y'all for tuning in. A matter of fact, should we bust a raid? We haven't raided anyone in a long time. Yeah, get facility. Listen, don't. Don't dip out when I say I'm going to raid somebody. At least one get there and then leave. Yeah. Come on. Or something. Last time I told you I was raiding somebody, I ended up, we had like what? We had like, what, like, like 60, 60 people in here. And we raided somebody, right? We raided them with like 17. I was like, damn, I shouldn't have told these motherfuckers that we were raiding. Also, I think you fumbled it. You spelled the name wrong. And you're oh, like, yeah. oh, shit, I spelled the name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just pulled it on y'all. <laughs> Snuck it up on y'all. Uh, who are we raiding? Facility? Yeah, he's on right now. Right, go, go show facility some love, man. He does the fight companions too. He may do one tonight. Facility underscore. Yep. BJJ. Oh, BJJ. Go show him some love, man. All right, y'all. B- QT said complete shit show. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah, sorry. Not bad, though. Buana, we were early. Said, damn, y'all was early. We did an early show today. Sorry, sir. You can listen to us, though, on. Uh, anywhere you stream Spotify Yes Spotify uh, Podcast Apple Podcast Anywhere you get that Yeah man You can listen to Or you can just rewatch us here too Or just rewatch it on Twitch But uh, we'll be here Sunday So don't worry Peace out y'all See you guys Bye